0: Hi, and welcome to The Research Room, a space to make research by the people, for the people. And welcome back to another episode of Falsifiable Fridays. today, I am still talking about empathy. Uh, And specifically, I'm going to be talking about um, people that avoid empathy. Um, And I mean, that's all of us. We all avoid empathy, at least some of the time. Um, So, I I mean, we all think of empathy as like this good thing, I think. Um, It's this very human sort of thing that we do. We try to connect with others. We try to understand others. We try to feel their emotions. And we try to understand their perspectives and things like that. (laughs) Um, But we all also avoid it. Um, does that make us less human? No, I don't think so. Um, but we we definitely do it, right? Um, maybe you can even think of your own life uh, and see like times where, I mean, maybe, maybe you can sympathize with somebody. Maybe you can um, try to like just console somebody and support them um, or something like that, right? But also um, that's not going to be all the time right? Um, there's plenty of times where, I mean, people are emoting, um, they they are expressing these emotions. And it's just like, I mean, you kind of have to detach. Um, it's, it's hard to always be connected in that kind of way. Uh, it takes a lot of your own resources, right? So um, what I'm going to do is, um, uh, I mean, I've already kind of said <laughs> what the point of the paper was. Um, but let me just very um, explicitly state the finding of this paper, I'll boil it down to one sentence, which is, people want to avoid empathy because it's too much work. And so, of course, I'm using slightly different language <laughs> than uh, what the researchers did. But basically, that is what they're saying um, in, in, the, in this paper for this week. So let's say you heard this finding, maybe a friend tells you, maybe um, you read it somewhere, right? That's the headline. Um, what do you do with that? What do you do with that information? How can you actually use it in your life? and um, what what do you do um, knowing it? what What else might you consider knowing this? Do you just believe it on its face? Do you start to question it? What happens? And so um, I'll, I'll I'll briefly say a, a few more things about the findings in this paper and then I'll talk about my own questions that I had um, when when reading this. So, one of the first things dealt with, um, uh, if you empathize um, at some earlier point, you're less likely to empathize later. So if you if you have to see a whole bunch of people that are emoting. Um, Different um, uh, emotions, whether that is positive uh, emotions or that could be negative emotions, doesn't matter. If you're seeing that people are doing this over and over and over again, like you have to at some point kind of cut that off. Um, or maybe you don't have to, right? Um, but people do. People naturally do without any kind of like explanation or reason or anything. Um, people start to do this. Then people think back and they start to think, oh, like I did that because I felt like it was too much effort. Um, I felt um, like I, it was kind of actually like frustrating to have to do that over and over and over again. Um, <clears throat> so that's one thing. Um, so if you empathize before, you're less likely to empathize later. Second thing is, if we know that we have to empathize for a longer period of time, we are less likely to do it. Um, it kind of goes back to this idea of like resources and energy and time and commitment and just like how much you have to put in to have to empathize. If we know that we're going to be empathizing, I mean, even even the difference between like if I can just empathize for a little bit, for maybe three seconds, um, I will choose that over something as small as of an increase as ten seconds. Um, and people very reliably do this. Um, they'll choose the three seconds over the ten seconds. They don't necessarily want more information. They don't necessarily want to continue this um, this like heightened state of empathy. Um, they'll do it. They'll get in. They'll get out. <laughs> and then uh, the last thing here is that um, you, we can change this. Um, so just because we kind of naturally do this um, doesn't mean that like it has to be this way. We can change the amount um, that people will choose to empathize. So that can mean, um, that they are more likely to, um, to, or I guess less likely to avoid it is more of the appropriate way to say it because we already kind of naturally avoid it. So we're less likely to avoid it. um, if we think that, um, we are efficacious. All right. Uh, sorry, I had to stop the recording, but (laughs) I am back now. Um, so what I was saying was that, uh, if we can make people feel more efficacious when it comes to their empathizing, then they are less likely to avoid it. Um, and all that means is that if we can make somebody feel like they are empathizing well, um, if they know what they're doing, then they're um, less likely to avoid it. Cool. Okay. So, um, these are some of the general findings from, uh, this paper, um, I have questions though. Uh, I have things that I want to further consider um, before I, I really know what to do with this finding. Um, and also, I mean, how much do I want to believe it? Um, and, or I guess maybe even, uh, when should I believe it? When should I not believe it? Um, I don't know if it's ever so easy as like, um, this is completely unbelievable. This is completely believable. It's all kind of context dependent. Um, so um, first question. First thing that I, I consider um, yeah, when when thinking about uh, this paper, does any of this mean that empathy is a bad thing? Uh, and I, I think. No, uh, I don't think that um, this is uh, a paper that is really showing that like, hey, empathy is a bad thing. We should we should be avoiding it. <laughs> um, all it's saying is that we do naturally avoid it and we have reasons for it. And we have reasons why we avoid a lot of things. Right. Not necessarily because they're bad things. Um, we might uh, avoid things that we know are going to be good for us um, uh, just because uh, like, I mean, we just we don't want to do it. Um, it's too much effort. Um, We have other things that we want to be doing whatever right and we might even approach things that are not so good for us um whether or not we're avoiding or approaching doesn't necessarily mean that that thing is good or bad um but it could mean something right (laughs) it could mean that like there is a reason uh for why we do it and that reason i think in this case i mean it's at least one reason maybe there's other reasons but one of the reasons is because it is too effortful And we feel like it's too frustrating (laughs) to have to constantly do this. So uh, we don't. Uh, We detach. And that's okay. That's totally okay. Um, But that does not mean that empathy is bad. Uh, It also doesn't mean that empathy is good. It doesn't mean anything about that, really. Um, Okay, so second point or second question is... um, does this study mean that we are going to avoid empathy when it comes to friends with family or other close others? And, um, I'm going to say, no, Uh, I can actually very, uh, concretely uh, say no in this case, because that is not what this study is saying. That does not mean that that's not true. Um, of course we do. Of course we still avoid empathy when it's a close other. Um, but we don't know how often that happens. We don't know um, when that's most likely to happen. We don't know when people are going to approach empathy in the situation. We don't know uh, answers to those questions necessarily. Um, and I, I can very confidently say no in this case because the methodology, the methodology of the study uh, and the article um, It it, it doesn't talk about friends. It doesn't talk about family. It doesn't talk about any kind of close other. So there's no way that we can make conclusions about them. We could kind of guess, of course, based off of what we know now, that it might extend to these other people. But the only thing that happened in the study was really that people saw pictures of strangers, and those strangers were showing emotions. They could be positive emotions. They could have been happy. They could have been uh, set, um, more negative emotions, uh, like maybe they were angry or maybe they were sad. Um, we, uh, as participants in the city, we ended up... Um, or they ended up I wasn't in the city they ended up um, uh, trying to empathize with these these strangers and so I think knowing that information of course people are not empathizing all the time like why would they why should they there's no benefit there is no consequence it's literally just like do you want to or not um, and if you're just randomly sitting in a room looking at your computer screen, why would you uh, actively choose to empathize just all the time Um, if you have picture after picture after picture um eventually you're kind of gonna like detach um from from that process so um i i will also very um strongly say that i think (laughs) like i could be wrong of course um But I do think if these were pictures of friends, if these were pictures of family members, if this was a picture of like your romantic partner in different situations, you are probably gonna empathize at least a little bit more. You're probably also gonna um, uh, avoid it sometimes, so, right? But like um, the amount that people avoid it in this current study, I think is a lot more than what it would be if it was a close other. So we had to keep that in mind uh, when, when we're thinking about this, is that this study and the findings, they really only apply to pictures of people we don't know. Pictures are very different than, I mean, even if these were videos, right? If we were asked to have to empathize with that, if these were people right in front of us, even if they were strangers that would probably change this finding as well at least a little bit maybe the general conclusion might be the same that we do still um <clears throat> we stop empathizing because at some point it is too much effort but um yeah i mean there's so many things to consider on how this could change so um yeah i just want to bring that up um another thing is that uh when it comes to increasing empathy um, I mean, I have said now that if you increase um, your efficacy, if you think that you can empathize better, um, then you're more likely to empathize. You're less likely to avoid empathy uh, at the very least. <clears throat> so is that is that to say that that's the only way um, to do this, right? Um it, can you increase empathy in any other way? Can you decrease avoidance of empathy in any other way? Yes, of course, totally, right? <laughs> and I, I would not say that this is the only way. This is just the only way that the researchers were able to um, like incorporate into their study. There's so many other ways that you could potentially increase empathy. Um, If you, I mean, the simple things, right? (laughs) Things that I've already kind of mentioned. If you know the person, that's probably going to increase empathy. That's going to decrease your avoidance of it. Of course, that also depends, right? Like there are certain people that you know that you're probably going to very actively avoid empathy and that's okay that's totally okay right um you do not have to empathize with everybody you don't have to empathize with anybody at any point um if you if you want to you can but you you do not have to um so knowing somebody also simply will not either increase or decrease that's also going to be dependent on other factors do you like the person are you close to that person um things like that right Um, are you are you willing to do it if you are going to get something in return from that person and not to, like, make uh, people sound like they are just, like, out to, like, use everybody else. Of course, that's not the case. But, like, I mean, whether consciously or not, there's a lot of times where we are we're making these connections because we think that, like, I mean, I, if I make this friend, like, yes, sure, that feels good. But also, if I have this friend, I potentially have support in the future. And I'm going to get something from this relationship, right? Like, you're not just uh, here to make friends and, like, that's kind of it. Some of the time, at least, um, there's plenty of times where, like, I mean, we we make these connections because it's it's beneficial to our lives in some sort of way, and that's okay as well, right? Um, so, if we if we know that we're gonna get something from somebody, are we less lucky, less likely to avoid empathy? I think probably, uh, right? maybe even just the more that you know about a person um whether you're close or not if you simply know more details about their lives if you know their background if you know things about the way that they grew up if you knew things about like the town that they lived in if you knew things about the kind of job that they have and like whatever right like all these other things that make a human a human if we know these kinds of details i think we're probably also more likely to empathize with them um I, of course, have a lot to say on that, <laughs> on that point. Um, but that that would be not necessarily founded in research. And also, um, I, I would keep going on and on about it. So I'm going to stop that. But I, I think you understand, right, that, like, if if you know somebody, yeah, somebody's life, if you can understand their humanity, you're more likely to empathize with them. You're more likely to at least want to try to empathize with them. Maybe you don't successfully do it. That's also okay. But maybe you at least try <coughs> Cool. Okay, so um, I, I don't want you to walk away from this finding or this video thinking that that's the only way to increase empathy. Um, there's plenty of other ways, and in general, like we we don't uh, we don't see anything about like the social motivations here when it comes to empathy. That would be a whole other set of studies that would need to be done before we can start to think about that. Okay, so then um, last thing that I'm going to bring up is. <clears throat> This idea of how often are we actually avoiding empathy, or how often are we empathizing? So let's say we had 100 chances to empathize. Out of that 100, we might do it about 35 of those times. That's just the average that happened across the 11 studies that occurred um, here. So this, um, they did this study uh, 11 times over. And in that, um, I mean, there's even variation on what the average is. Um, in one study, it might have been 25%. In one in another study, it might have been 30%. In another study, it might have been 35%. In another study, it might have been 40%. So on and so forth, right? Um, we see that depending on who is in the study, it's going to change. And so there's no reason that you you wouldn't also make the conclusion that depending on the individual, this number is also going to change. We don't need to be so tied to this idea of 35% uh, or 35 out of 100 times. All we have to know is that more often than not, people are going to avoid it. And that was a very clear um, finding that happened over and over and over again. Um, it's not like um, it was like 50% or 60% or 70%. It, it's fairly different um, from those numbers. Um, so. When it when it comes to this, I guess um, I, I just want you to remember that um, these are this is research. These these are averages. There's going to be a range. Um, there literally has to be like a range. Basically, uh, if if we're going to be talking about averages, there's going to be people below that average. and going to people above that average. And so, um, just keep that in mind. Um, so maybe maybe you hear this finding and you're like, oh, I completely agree with that. Like, I I know that I avoid empathy, right? Um, And maybe even start to think in your own life, like, oh, like people tell me their emotions all the time. I'm not necessarily empathizing with them. I'm, I might like talk to them. I might uh, communicate with them or interact with them or whatever. But I'm not necessarily um, empathizing with them, and that's okay. Maybe on the other side, uh, where it's like, uh, like I don't necessarily agree with this. Like I know in my own life that. I empathize at least 50% of the time or whatever. Um, I know, or maybe uh, if it's a close other, like, I, I am 100% uh, empathizing with people. Great. Um, if that works for you, then great. Um, and that's that's also okay. Um, this, this is not meant to describe every single person. This is just meant to say, what can we kind of expect um, when it comes to this? And um, even if that those numbers aren't completely accurate, that's OK. We still have a lot of good ideas here that and I would say this kind of applies to anybody. Everyone has a limit. And so at some point, once we reach that limit, we start to think, hey, this is too much effort. This is too much energy. This is too much of my own resources and my time. And um, I, just, I can't keep empathizing with everyone. Um, there's, of course, there's good things about that. It's good to, to recognize that like, hey, I'm feeling like w- worn out uh, or burnt out from empathizing all the time. Um, and then there's like uh, the like sort of negative part of like having to empathize all the time, which is um, sometimes you become like this like cold, cynical person um, and you, just, you don't want to do it anymore. And that's also completely natural. We, we bounce around um, in this, even if you are generally an empathic person you're allowed to not be. <laughs> in any given instance, you're allowed to not be. Um, so yeah, just keep this online. Um, as you hear these kinds of findings, um, there's so many things that we have to also consider. Um, no one study can do it all. And so, um, if you do want more information on this, um, I have more information on this, uh, and you can find that information on my website, which is roomforresearch.com. You can also find this on social media, which is, um, at room for research. So Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of those, uh, you, you can find more information there. And so, um, with that, I'm, I'm going to end this, uh, this episode. Uh, for next week, I am going to be talking about uh, more empathy, of course. Um, and in this case, I'm going to be talking about the times where empathy, it doesn't actually lead to more caring and compassion. Like we we think that that is the natural kind of consequence of empathy. It does not always work that way. Um, so I, w- I want to explore that idea. And so I'll do that next week. And uh, so I guess, yeah, until then, thank you. Thank you for your time. Um, I'll talk to you all next week. Backing up. With the sun will be